yeah. You be talking through the lonely nights, yeah. Always knew you were the soldier type, yeah. Cause what we built ain't overnight, yeah, yeah. You ain't never folding right, even if I'm wrong or right. And you know I'm far from perfect. Be the fifth if twelve comes searching. I know one or two things for certain. If I ain't with you, I'm putting the work. What would I be without my baby? What would I be? God alone might break me. Oh, gotta protect you, niggas. Better respect. Oh, that's why I keep it off safety. Yeah, yeah. We be talking through the lonely nights. You be ducking. Yeah, you be. Always knew you were the soldier type. Always knew you were. Yeah. That man don't miss. How y'all doing? Whenever you hear this, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever. Once again, I'm gonna cut all this down because you know, people's music is is their music. But um, yes, how's everybody doing? Boy, it's hot. This once again, this is another just this fucking. Whew. All right, let me let me get situated. Once again, hi, it's me, TJ. Chad and this motherfucker, Chad Awesome, and this motherfucker on a good Saturday again. Um, yeah, so let me go back, like, cause yeah, man, bro, blast on, blast on, lose. I don't know if y'all got the new album yet, but you should go get it, cause just bangers, bangers through and through. Um, bro, I don't. Whew. Let me just say right now, people, you know. If you have like a family member or a friend who just is like against science and and logic and any any type of good uh, thinking process, get them get them out your life because swear swear to everything that is good in this world, we gonna die because like it's just it's it's un. I've had this air on, I think for like thirty minutes and. There's nothing. There's just nothing that works. It's hot as a motherfucker everywhere. Like disrespectfully hot. Not I don't even I wouldn't even call it slave heat cuz it, it like the earth had a fucking atmosphere back then and it, it just there's I refuse it was it wasn't this hot. They were it was white people were just, you know, extra evil, but it it wasn't it wasn't this hot cuz this it makes you like it, it's, it's like fucking with with how you with how I move. Like you can't even you can't even think right. With this much fucking heat, I've moved seventeen times. It, 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 we've only I've only been what is, what is this? We've only been on air for like fucking three minutes. I've I've moved around and fidgeted seventeen times because it's just sweat and fucking. There's just moisture in places where it shouldn't be moist. Like I don't know, man. The the back of my motherfucking knees sweating. Like it's just I don't I don't like it. So. I don't know who we have to talk to. I don't know who I have to talk to or who I have to, uh, who, 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 who's, who's fucking out here? You know, who can, who call, who can call Newsom, um, somebody, Neil deGrasse Tyson, whoever can fix this shit. I need it fixed because I just like, you can't even, it's just not, it's not fun. Heat. It's not like I've, I've seen people, um, damn fucking trying to do the story thing. I've seen people like I've seen people at the beach, right? I don't even understand. Black man, you got a jacket on? Time as I am. Y'all see this? I'm fucking leaking in this bitch. Are you a murderer? 
This nigga's an assassin. Just that I don't boy man shit. I'd be in this bitch naked if I could. Like fuck Corona, y'all just gonna have to wipe these seats down. I ain't gonna tell you I ain't got no pants on. Just moist. This is like it's disgustingly hot. Outside, yes. In here aside. It's getting there. You just haven't adjusted yet. I haven't. Because I like I didn't get here like too too long before you, so I was like running around getting shit. So granted people, I've been ranting. I have like I'm a little amped because I was in here moving, but I don't give a fuck, man. It's like Boy, me, like, you know, if y'all fucking, you got to fuck a bitch in the refrigerator right now. Like, put your head in the freezer. Like, you put your head in the fucking fridge. I'm putting my head in the freezer. And that's. Or that's, we just not. <laughs> I bet you, you know. I want you to hold me. Man, look. Look, it's it's hot. I want you to sleep in the other room. Move. Yeah, you move. Get away. Get away from me. Why are you so moody right now? Man, bro. It's cold showers. It's cold everything. Ice cold. Cold hearts. Alphas must be living it right now. Like, <laughs> or I don't know, dying because, you know, this is fucking cold. I don't know, man. Whatever. They're melting. I don't know. That joke might have hit or didn't hit. Whatever. Whichever way it worked for y'all. Depending like. on who understands what, what you are referencing. Y'all black. <laughs> <laughs> so, some of y'all know. Yeah, it's for y'all. Hey, did that, I'll, I'll be honest. That is a privilege, though, that we understand that. Like I saw, I, I saw a post earlier about us, mm-hmm. and just looking through the comments to see what people will say. It's a lot of people like it showed some gold boots, you know, showed our boots, mm-hmm. and in the comments there's a lot of people like, "What the fuck are those?" Like it was like, "Oh, uh. you guys have never been to college, got it." So certain jokes like that, we're privileged to even be able to understand it because there's a lot of folks out there that ain't never been to a college campus or in the college environment enough to even understand what that means. Yeah, I dig it. Like as much as like I have gotten up here and I stand by it that whatever it is you choose to do in life, I'm never going to be like one of those high horse people to be like, if you don't go to college, you're a fucking, uh, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever you choose in life, if you need that, if that's how it's set up, then definitely go pursue that. But, um... Yeah, I just always, like, appreciate it just for, like, the experiences. Never somebody, like, you know, younger or whatever or just hadn't, hasn't had that experience. Like, oh, what's the best thing about college? I'm like, man, not to say that I couldn't, like, everybody's got friends. You got people you love. But it's people that, you know, I picked up, you know, that I never, you know, that'll never leave my life. Met them in school. Met them in college. Right. And we had, like, specific college experiences. And, you know, in colleges, depending, you know, if you're a, excuse me. I was a traditional student, so, you know, you're out of high school, straight to college. Oh, so, yeah. those, or more or less, you know, if, even if it's in the, you know, whatever that little year, couple years time frame. Right. Those, let's say, what is that? Those four, because, you know, college is, you know, it's a fucking spectrum. So, if anywhere between those four, I would say to even seven or, fuck it, you know, some of y'all is eight years. Even if you're hitting a little Van Wilder phase, because everybody's experience is different. Eight years out of community college is not, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I, yeah, I'm I'm just saying that, like, those are, what is that, what's that, what's the, your, your formative years. Those are some of the years where you start to really figure out, you know, you find yourself. So, it is... You know, I think it has more of a hit because as I'm, you know, as you kind of coming into your initial adulting, because the 20s is just literally you figuring it out. 30. You still ain't got it figured out when you get to your 30s. You don't. Like, 31 here. Don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I'm enjoying just fucking, f- wow. I realize, like, this whole fucking, like, inception thing because I can see the other camera. 
Ooh, look at this. I like because transition. Yeah, for five minutes, for like five seconds, I was sitting here like, "What the fuck is that in the back?" But it's me. It's, it's just the back of my motherfucking head. <laughs> wow, yo, I gotta really like bounce with y'all, like, ooh, shit. But yeah, I'm just like the those being your formative years, they're important. So I know that that shit probably hits different because of the time frame of what it is or whatever. So you know, enjoy and. I don't know, man. Live life, and also don't comment on shit that you don't know. I see a lot of shit on my timeline. I don't be knowing. I don't. I don't feel the need to comment because for moments like that, what are those? And then somebody goes, "You fucking dummy." Like, I mean, I, I I think we are so comfortable within this space of commenting from a space of ignorance. That's true. And it's still accepted, or it's liked, or whatever the case is. Or not only that. We do it on purpose just because it gets us attention or some sort of notoriety or it, it gravitates people to our space. That's really what bugged me. Like, even though, like, even on here, I talk, I've talked about a number of things with you personally, with you on here. I don't know what the fuck I'm really, really talking about. But at least talk about, because I would never say don't talk about those things. Because, you know, that's how you learn. But right. definitely don't talk about them from a space of, I know what I'm talking about, even though I know I don't I fucking know. Absolutely. And then I'm no going to shit on everything clear. that I just, I have an opinion, and I have an opinion definitely, s- def- solely based in, I don't know what the fuck this is, but to comment on some shit, I just, I'd be wondering, like, what's the mindset to comment on something, knowing good and well, you don't know what the fuck that is, what the fuck you talking about, and be like, you know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to talk some shit, because, you know, I'm an asshole. I just, you know... Be better. That's all. I just, you know, don't not have conversations. Just have them better. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't I can't even say better because we don't know what better is for some people. So, I mean, whatever better is for you, hey, hey, do do your thing, buddy. Yeah, just don't be a don't be a dick unless, you know, you're um, I don't even know if you can say that now because as somebody who doesn't on. Don't follow bro on the fucking personal page, pod page, Twitter, Instagram, motherfucking uh, Pinterest, nothing. <laughs> um, you know, on a lot of the blog sites, good old 6ix9ine is like everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, nigga, like. But he it, does that on purpose. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I know, I know for, you know, a certain group of people, it'd be like, damn, man, I know a nigga say, like, don't be a dick and don't be a troll. But then you have a motherfucker like this who is, you know. He's seemingly thriving because of it, but we don't know the ins and outs, so it's just an assumption based off image, which when it comes to social media, people can they can create whatever image they want you to see, even if that ain't the reality. Well, I've always thought, like, people say, like, you know, money, which, he's, which he has, and he's online continuously trolling, which he is, and I feel like, you know, if he's going to lean into that side, because I feel like you'd have more of a realm to, like, I feel like he can't move around. Like, there's not a lot of you know, autonomy or ability to kind of just even enjoy the celebrity because you have certain celebrities who, like, you know, it's hard when you're even liked and loved to go outside, but you can go outside and at least know that you will be met with love and affection and, oh, I love this person and blah, 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 blah. But to be a 6'9", it's like you can't even go outside for fear that you're going to get your fucking head knocked off. You got to go do little photo shits for 10 seconds and dip. So I'm like, shit, man, how much are you really, really enjoying this? Because you got to, like, you can't, I don't know, I just don't feel like you can't move as happily or as freely or whatever this, whatever comes with this being at this level, you can't even really enjoy it. I think that's the spectrum because that's what's made him famous. So he's always maneuvered that way and felt somewhat comfortable doing that. 
So I don't think right now, post case and jail time and house arrest or whatever the fuck he got going on in his life, post all of that, I don't think it's any different than how he maneuvered before because I'm saying inflammatory stuff on purpose to piss people off, to get more attention, to people, to bring people to my music or to my whatever so that I can make money off of it. I'm creating this persona that is solely based in pissing people off. Like that's that's what you're making your money off of. But you have to maneuver in a certain way as a consequence to that. That's no different than what he's been doing. That sucks. I mean, I guess to me, because I, I mean, you know, hindsight for us, we like I don't do that shit. I don't. I don't want to maneuver that way. I don't even want to be. I mean, granted, granted, we are in the space of podcasting, and we are trying to be as successful as possible. So, all of you, please gravitate towards <laughs> us and listen to us, and just you know, recognize that this is a cool thing that you like having in your life, and hopefully, we can grow this. We would like to grow this to a really, really large level. But even within that, I don't want to be like stupid famous. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't want to um, be famous to the point to where it's like I can't to you know what we're saying now. Like I can't maneuver in a certain way to where it makes me feel uncomfortable. I think I think that might be like the best thing that comes from like um, I guess this, the way that I guess celebrity works now because you can be like you know that's um. Hot Pocket Kev, and he makes a bunch of Hot Pocket videos, and he's got 150 million followers. If that nigga walked in here right now, I'd be like, who are you, Hot Pocket Kev? Right. Like, you can, so you can, you know, you understand, I think, how, I guess how big and, you know, small the world is, whatever, but you can be the most famous, successful person, but still know that if I step outside of my little space, I can have the autonomy I want to go get the fuck or whatever, unless you're like Beyonce, which is just like a whole nother level of... Because Beyonce could go to fucking some pygmies that haven't seen TVs, and they'd be like, Beyonce. But I think that's because she hasn't created that boundary. Like, I think part of her doesn't mind that. Like, part of her likes being able to be at this large level of whatever to where when she goes out, she's going to get some attention, but she also gets to keep some distance. Because there's people like, say, your Erica Badu or Andre 3000s. Like, they're wildly famous. They're very much known. But they know how to draw that boundary of, I don't want y'all to see me. I don't even, like, when I do go out, I want you to see me within a certain capacity and understand that I want to be left alone. I feel like Beyonce might, like, as much, I think maybe getting caught up in, like, how huge she is. But I think she might have mastered it. Because really, nobody know what the fuck she be doing unless she's doing a thing. Right. It'll be like, like, Beyonce right now, being the building right across the street from us, nobody would know. And she might, like, I really feel like, you know, within reason, I feel like she probably moves rather, like, covert. Like, you know, nice car, you know, make sure the shit is tinted, go do what the fuck she want to do, be over here. And she's got enough money of, like, oh, I want to really get away and go to this such and such island, and I don't interact on social media unless I'm really promoting something. Like, Ivy Park hit, it was Beyonce for, like, two or three days, and I don't want to fucking talk to y'all. Black's King hit, a bunch of Black's King shit, and then she's like, all right, nigga, I'm off y'all, like. I am what I am when I drop some music. Like, I'm pretty sure the best thing for maybe, like, maybe not all artists, but, like, especially her, when she was like, oh, I could even cut you niggas out of a rollout yep. so I can just drop a whatever the fuck. Hey, I'm going to do this on Thursday. All right, y'all, later. Like, once she hit that level, she's like, oh, yeah, I could just really live my life and do whatever the fuck I want. And y'all don't really, like, but I think that does come from. Fuck you money. One, fuck you money. Definitely fuck you money. Okay. 
Like I definitely want to throw that that factor in there. It's a, okay, folks. It's big, big on the big on the fuck you money. Right. But I think it also is her and even Hove come from an era that was like pre social media. So the like you know when they talk about like you know like the Clark Gables and like the veil between the artist and their life. Like I think they really enjoy like the veil because now. You know, artists are like, I make music, I do vlogs, I do porn, I um, I, I, I stream, I, I sell shoes, I resell shoes. I also, like, not to say there's nothing, anything wrong with multitasking, multitasking but there is a bit of, I'm going to be seen because I know there's fame in being seen. If I don't have any other talent, right. I could figure out something or I can, how do I say, get hot really, really fast in all these spaces and amass a couple things, which... You know, it's personal preference as to whether or not that's a thing, because I know we all grew up on, you know, if you are super talented in one area, then that's what the fuck you do and stop. But with that comes not giving people the fucking freedom to be a deep pain and or to be themselves. Boom. So, yeah, I think I think she definitely has a bit of like, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, man, like, you know, I don't know y'all like I know whatever generation you from, but. I fuck with this millennial shit and little in spurts. Right. We're in, we're in doses. We're we, dicked in a lot of areas like, you know, home ownership and <laughs> you know, like financial stability, but in being able to balance between, you know, what could be considered, you know, a little toxic or neanderthal but this new age shit, we like right in the middle. Like you could get kind of the best of both if you know we the are fucking on the precipice of something and we don't know what that is. Yep. <laughs> yep, cuz I really be looking at like, you know, you can't cry, little boy. And I'm like, that's not cool. But then, you know, I can also look at, ain't nobody touch you, my nigga. What, what are you having a fucking six-hour think piece on Instagram live for? You're not. You're fine. Like, I like. I mean, being, you're not fine. I like being but in you're the. Fine. Yeah, I like being in the middle of that. Like, right. let me just go ahead and fall right in between the spectrum because both of y'all is wild and are terribly damaged. So you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, millennials is lit, y'all. Boom. If we are the world. That's what they said. Is that us? Yeah. All right. I yeah. said they said they said that about us. They said that we are the world, and now the world is. I don't know what the world is, honestly, because there's we. a there's a lot of things going on. I figure, you know, we talked about nonsense. Did we talk about nonsense last time? To a degree. I mean, we we started off on a relatively positive note, addressing certain. Oh things shit, man! I'm doing okay. Issues. How are you doing? We didn't, we didn't do the fucking check-ins. Got I mean, that's that's we'll get better. I'm not gonna come in and be like, "Yo, I'm here. Let's do check-ins." Like, yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw that in there. I mean, we do have somewhat of a structure, even though you guys may not. Know we're it. trying. We're I getting mean, there. We're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. But check-in wise, I, I'm doing okay. I dig I'm it. Doing okay. Um, I think me and you talked off air about that, but like me being in the space of like, I don't really give a fuck about a lot of stuff at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm allowing myself to be okay with that. Not in a, a negative, like super depressed way for anybody that's like concerned. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just more so like allowing myself to not be bothered and just kind of go back into my, not my shell, because I don't want it to sound bad. Mm-hmm. But like, let me focus on, on me and my things. Let me do what I got to do. Let me focus on my own situation and just kind of remove everybody out of that situation. Like if you want to be here, cool. If you don't want to be here, cool. Like I'm just going to focus on me. I can smoke a bag of that. Um, I think that I'm allowing myself to more and more get in that space to where it's like, I don't necessarily have to share space with anybody right now. 
if it's going to help me in some capacity, great. But it's also going to get in the way. So I'm trying to, I think I'm trying to find the balance of boundaries, like keeping myself to myself, but also not being unhealthily reclusive. I think that's good. I think that's like good in the sense of to be able to kind of talk through that and, you know, like the balance between feeling those feelings, but analyzing those feelings to go like, all right, man, like. I want to, you know, get the fuck. But being able to kind of talk it through and go, all right, man, am I bullshitting this? Is this like, is this getting like, am I running from some shit? Or is this being like, you know, um, I don't know, like toxically distant. I don't know if that's a word, but I made it up today. So, you know, being able to kind of just have, you know, because I think people just like say things and like, you know, we've talked enough about people who just be saying shit because it sounds good. And instead of going, no, that comes with a level of like, you know, analysis just because you feel the thing and they are, you know, emotions are kind of always like presented like just wildfire craziness you feel and it's just a rush and like you can't go, all right, man, but let's think. I feel this because this and that came from this and kind of doing the whole web to go, oh, this is why I've been doing this and now I can work from the space of knowing I still got to build and do the work, but right. it's better than just having the having like the emotion hit you left and right and you making I turn this way, I turn that way. You just bouncing all around. I don't know what the fuck you're going. So, I mean, you got to be in tune with it. I mean, based on, you know, the example that mm-hmm. you're giving, that's somebody that's being very much reactive as opposed to being in tune with your reality and being in tune with what's going on and, and seeing things before they happen and being able to create some sort of positive change in them. So you definitely have to be present in your life at the moment, whatever that is, as opposed to just reacting to whatever the fuck. Um, I know it sounds kind of corny, but, you know, having some sort of an intention in what you're doing. I know in some instances, I'm definitely the anti put an intention on it type dude. But, you know, have the intention of at least being present in your life. I <laughs> I know that pain because shit is there are good words. And I know somebody who knew what the fuck they were saying, said them words first. And then you niggas started making memes, and then shit just went fucking left. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, put an intention on it, and be proactive in, in, in understanding how you feel. And some goofy motherfucker was like, bitch, cut me off, and I'm going to be proactive, and I, fuck, fuck, that's not what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, don't. that's, that's not, not, that's what, not we what we're saying. You could have easily just let that shit go. Yeah, so when I say intentions, that's what I mean. Having Having some sort of understanding that you're going to focus on what is necessary not putting an intention that is like an unhealthy expectation or something that's obviously not necessary in the situations that you are going through we can dive into that on another (laughs) another time but like have an intention of like let me let me intend on being present in this moment in my life let me have an intention on being understanding of what's going on in my reality how I'm affecting my reality, how I'm shaping my reality, which leads me to my quote for the day. Ha! My structure, you fucks. God damn it. The only thing that could change people's understanding is reality. Bars. So if you're not in tune with your reality or you're not understanding of how you can affect your reality, then you're going to fuck your reality up. But that's going to create an understanding for you that you may not necessarily want to go through. So you have to... Be in tune with that. Be in tune with your own shit and how you are affecting the shit around you. That's a bar. Like, I don't really have a follow up. Like the quote, like you pick, you pick good quotes that you like. I feel like I don't know if this sounds dickish, but 
don't really need to expound like that. That said that's, what it said. That's that's how I try to write them. I dig it. I've had I, granted I haven't been in that space in a long time, but for those of you that don't know, when I pick my quotes of the day, they're all stuff that I've written. But I've it's like an accumulation of years of quotes that just kind of pop into my head, and I've never really used them. So now I have the platform to utilize them properly. But I've sat with them for a second and like, let me let me write this or let me put this in a certain context to where it shouldn't have to be expanded upon. But man, I'm because we talk about shit, we can. I'm kind of in the of the space that it seems like, which you know I know it can be like probably annoying, but necessary is that. Everything probably has to be expounded upon at some point because there are those who, you know, there are those who just don't understand everybody's perspective is not yours. And then, oh, shit. And then there are definitely those who are like, I feel like it's my job. It is my purpose, my God-given place on this in this world to completely not even remotely try to understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to go out of my way to hear what you said. And, and completely then just com- turn it around. Yep. Or not so, even ask about it. Yeah. And and I understand. I will say that. I, I, I think that that kind of ties into like on a personal level, one of my, I don't want to say issues, but struggles. Because I understand like most people when we interact with one another. With one another. One another. One another. One another. One another. Not a now noddle. <laughs> <laughs> one of Ned and them kids. Yeah, you know one of Ned and them kids on around uh around yonder. Yeah, around there. One of Ned and them kids. You know them boys. Right. Um <laughs> whether we're talking about on a personal level, whether we're talking about on a community aspect with amongst black people, whether we're talking about all the social justice issues that are coming on, um, are coming more to light within recent years. All of that, in my opinion, comes from a lack of understanding, a lack of proper communication, because people just don't want to see each other's perspectives. They see what they want to see. They don't inquire about it. They don't ask. It's just like, I feel this way and that way is law. And that creates an issue. Like, you have to be, your perspective is not law. It may be in your life, but even in your experiences, that still means that you have to be understanding of other situations' perspectives. If you're at work, I feel like the job should be done this way. Even if you are the boss, there's still other people you have to talk to and get their perspective on if this way that you want it to be done is the right way. Or if you just go, you know, swing dig and tell them I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Like you have to consult with other people to make sure that you're making sense of your situations. Uh, people just go their perspective is the perspective and right. that's that's about it. Right. And because we like are people that have that understanding that people approach things that way, we try to create those conversations and then it just gets draining because even still people don't understand. Like, well, but do it well tear the door open then, goddammit. I was about to tear this goddamn uh thing off. But okay. So speaking of, because you got me with the social justice thing, and even though I don't know if this is a I guess it's social justice. You're the you're the one. I like to I like to pretend like I got these fucking ideas like they weren't from him. Um, <laughs> so that <laughs> like you didn't send me that shit. Hey, like look, days ago. it doesn't matter. Um, we are one brain on the show to a degree. But no, like that thing because you know I've seen a couple people talk about it. I've seen a couple post about it, and I think it's I don't want to say light, but it's just not somebody dying and. That's a conversation that it seems like will never end. Just people, you know, fucking consistent death. Right. But this, this professor woman, 
cool. Hey, Miss Lady Bitch. <laughs> fucking uh, Rachel Dolezal Part Deux. <laughs> part Deux. Capital uh, X. Just fucking wow. You know, a whole professor out here. And then had the nerve. Um, I didn't read it all, but had the nerve to have like a, not a journal entry, but maybe like a, a, a statement or whatever. And it's like, I fucked up. I'm trash. Do not defend me. Like she had like, she wanted smoke with anybody who just didn't like, no, 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 I deserve this. And I'm like, are you, cause you know, a lot of people say that shit as a way to kind of do, get some backhand sympathy. I deserve to just be taken out in the street and beaten. You know, I should never just, I shouldn't have done it. I should never be forgiven. No, but, no, it's not like that at all. It's okay. Yeah, you it's know, a- they waiting for one of those. Her shit seemed on paper like she was just like, no, nah, man, like, this, I deserve to, uh, you know, what was that fucking movie like on Judge Dredd? I deserve for you all to give me a, a, a hooded thing and, and send me out into the desert and uh, <laughs> a shotgun and, and to just walk out into the abyss and, and burn for it. I, I don't necessarily know that I believe her, but I appreciate if she's being, if, I don't know, I guess if there's any way to like fucking. Being sincere about it. Yeah, because it's just like you lived your life. That's not, I don't even know how to like bottle how you, how one, because you know, I think I got all of those feelings out with the dolas already, but it's like, fuck man, like. Even if you did, there's just this is not okay. Like you could have just done this from a space. If you wanted to help, you fuck with the cause. You you know, great. But bitch, what in your fucking brain said I'm going to live my life? And you know, I don't know, man. Acknowledge the mental illness because I feel like you know you gotta you you gotta go get help. There's nothing you can tell me that doesn't mean that to me to sound like you don't need to get help. She mentioned in her stuff like she felt outcast by her own community i want to say she's some version of white i don't know but <laughs> she felt outcasted by her own community didn't feel this that and the third only felt accepted I she's jewish if i'm not mistaken <sighs> um <laughs> <laughs> um i tiptoe around this man i don't you know i don't i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't got no nick cannon money um <laughs> but yeah like she just like she just was you know ostracized by her own and blah 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 Here's why. Here's why I'll play the devil's advocate for her and Miss Rosal, whatever. I can understand why they may do that. Not to condone it and say that it's okay, but I can understand like this is wrong. I really may want to make a change here. I really want to foster some sort of growth. I really like these people. I really identify with them and what they go through. Um, I may not fully understand their struggle, but I feel like I'm empathetic about it and I want to change it and I want to be a part of it. And I want to be accepted by them because I have love for them to the point to where I think they're not going to accept me unless I tell them that I'm one of them. So for and I granted, this may be because, like you said, there's a mental health issue and I understand mental health issues. Yeah. So it's like I can understand how you think like I have to put on this persona in order to be accepted by these people, in order for them to allow me to help them, which isn't 100% true. Mm. But as a community, we kill them for faking that they are part of our community and coming in and doing good things. But we don't condemn people within our community that come in our community doing bad things 
and identifying with the image. Like we have to, not to say that we should give them a whole pass, but there are some things that we should be a little bit I'm more a, lenient on. I'm 100% for us like vetting ourselves. Oh, hey, Sherry, that was a word. I don't know exactly what was a word because I'm always late at reading the comments, but whatever it was, it definitely was a word. We thank you. <laughs> we thank you for being it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I agree with that. I agree with vetting those who are in the community that are of the community and are doing things that are not to our benefit you know not just using the whole idea that well they black you know because that right <laughs> that has done us more detriment than ever most definitely and I, I, my, my 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 thought process is always to bring this back to us because can't nobody i don't, just don't feel like can't nobody help us but us definitely so when i look at this i definitely am always like you know Fuck these dolazollers and the dolazall-ish of, um, I don't know this woman's name, so it's going to be what uh, it's gonna be. always dolazolly. She was mentioning your quote. Your quote was fire. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank man, you. Man, man out here doing the quotes. Hey. Um, Gems. But <clears throat> I, I don't know. I always kind of, what's that thing like your best trait? I've said that on here like a lot. Your best trait is always your worst trait. And I feel like sometimes our, I think, base is always to be from like a, you know, maybe even if it's like something genetic, or we just are from a space of love, and it requires it's it puts us in a frame of mind of like almost being too accepting. Like vetting somebody is not being like shitty, right. and you know, other cultures you can appreciate those cultures, but there's a space of I, I feel like we're a little how do I say we're not demanding enough or we don't put our foot down enough when it comes to our culture. We're very like, oh, shit, white boy can dance. Oh, old girl can dribble. Come fuck with us as opposed to, like, treating our shit because I don't know if we have a true appreciation for it, treating our culture as sacred as other people do theirs. I can't walk around down the street. If I go to fucking, uh, if I pull up in a kimono, niggas gonna be like, hey, man, like, what you doing? Like, who... Who said that was cool for you to do? Like, even if you do it, even if you wear it, if I go to, like, you know, my Indian homie's wedding or some shit and I'm in the garb, that is off the backs of I'm accepted. This culture has allowed me to do so. And I never walk around like, this is my shit. It's always with the reverence. We don't, I think, approach our shit with something that it deserves that type of reverence because for a number of reasons, but it's always like, that's pop culture. No, bitch, that's ours. Right. Now, you can dabble. You know, you can whatever, but don't ever fucking try to say like try to like they try to like take it, you know, always with music, with anything else, pop culture, take ours, repackage it. And we go out saying like, oh, you know, man, it's cool. They just with the shits. No, man, I can make a stink about that because that's ours. Right. Like when, uh, you know, when YG was out here wearing a mariachi outfit, like people had to stink about it. But off the backs of that, my initial thought was he had to have a, he had to have like a somebody had to say, OK, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that was like, OK, that's you know that that and even even the idea of you going, <gasps> you know that that's theirs. Like right. even that thought process is like that's their shit. And we don't hold people to having that. Even the whole Adele thing, like regardless of how, you know, Caribbean culture works over there, you know, um, in England, Britain, whatever. Like, granted. Whoa. Hold on. I ain't that damn strong. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> granted, I've heard a lot of theories like, oh, you know, they're um. You know, it's different over there. And I'm like, great. But there still is like a bit of everybody acts like, you know, they tiptoe around. Man, you can you can kind of make a issue about your culture and somebody has to. Yeah, man, you got to fucking whatever you have to. Yes, you have to ask. You got to tap in. Yeah, you got to tap in for this. Like, we think it's tap in for, you know, 
the dumb shit, not tapping about that. That's ours. Right. I, I think that comes from a space and I, it's multiple opinions that I can formulate on this topic. <laughs> um, but I think part of that comes from the space of we've had so much taking from us that we don't even understand the value of holding it sacred. Like we're either black or white, either we're very accepting of it or we're completely ostracizing you. And neither of them are including a sense of understanding or boundary. It's just like, fuck you because you did this or, yeah, we're going to allow you to do this and we're not going to put boundaries on. Like, no, there has to be some sort of middle ground, but we haven't been used to a middle ground in our community because everything for us has either been it's okay or they completely take it and ain't shit we could do about it now. Within that context of understanding, you can still allow somebody to be able to express an interest or be a part of something without giving them a full blown picnic yep. ticket. Like I can I can make you a plate and I appreciate or you're welcome to come, but understand there are boundaries to you coming to the cookout. Like we're we're gonna invite you, but there are still boundaries. This is a family event. You are not family, so let's make sure that you're here understanding that you are not family. Not to say don't get comfortable and have fun, but don't get too comfortable. Be a guest. Just yeah. be a guest. When I log into this computer, we can, you know, you log in, there's there's guest, there's good news login. You know, you can when you go guest, you can go online. You can't save shit. Right. But you can go, you can browse around. Right. A guest, just be a fucking guest. But uh, even with that, like I said, the things that we have created that have been ours, we don't support it as much as we support things that aren't ours. And I think that's why part of the culture dies. Yeah. Like we have to understand what our culture is. Now, that's my second take when it comes to being black, quote unquote, being an African American. I'll go out on a wild take here, which me and you have discussed off air. Wow. But. Black is a culture that we created, but it's not who we are. We don't even fully understand or have a concrete as to what blackness is sometimes to the point to where we can't hold people accountable for trying to appropriate it. Yeah, we haven't. And this is black culture is one of those things where we haven't sat down and really had a conversation about it. Like we don't haven't had the conversation and had our black meeting about what we want gotta, as a community. Our, we got to have the black people. We got to have the black Send meeting your email addresses to everything that includes black culture. Like, sure. You can be an Asian kid that dances really well and you really well at this whole hip hop culture thing. That's great. We can welcome you in. But we're not letting you know that you're a guest, but we also don't have to make you feel like you are completely outside of it. But because we are trying to make money to survive within said hip hop culture, which has been identified as black culture in a lot of ways, which is not the same thing. We have to discuss that as well. People are coming in with the ability to monetize it, take money from it, make money off of it. And it doesn't necessarily have to include us. We turn it into a business as opposed to a culture, which allows everybody to come in and take from it. I think that also might be us not addressing like. I think like maybe if you could just call it like trauma on the whole is to understand what it's like to be kicked out. To understand what it's like to have all your shit taken. So I think at a level, black people are like, oh, no. You know, because if you said that, you know, you've everybody's either had that experience, been the person or seen that experience with somebody was in somebody was in the cookout doing some shit that you would you felt was like, yo, like, don't 
Don't do that. Immediately, everybody's like, hey, man, don't fuck it up. They just fucking with us. They just trying. And sometimes I don't even feel like, unless you're Terry fucking Cruz, I don't feel like that is. Um, you got to double down since you missed last week. Right. Fuck you, bro. Um, <laughs> Until you fix it. It's still it's still gonna be fuck you for like a week or two after that, but then we can maybe whatever like we can mend it. You can come talk to. We're us still about trying it. to be forgiving, but honestly, man, you fucking whatever. Anyways, I think we come from a space of like you understand what it feels like culturally <coughs> to just everybody, every 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 culture. We're uh, Muli, eggplant, uh, <laughs> nigga. Every culture got a fucked up shit for us to keep us out of their shit. Even though you know whatever. Um, so I think instinctually we might be like don't do that to somebody else because we know how to fuck that hurts when really we're justified in going actually this is ours we could be selfish about this because this is ours ours this is not right. us kind of and i think we're you know as a and I, you know it's hard you know for millions of people to try to figure that out as a as a whole but i think everybody's kind of figuring out their own like okay this is not us being fucking i mean well this is not us being like selfish or shitty. This is us going, no man, this is ours. Like right. that's yours, and I can't just do insert cultural thing here. I can't, you know, like regardless of how you might say, I don't give a fuck, man. You know, wear a kilt. No, I mean a kilt is like specific to your people, and right. everybody knows that. So everybody knows if I'm wearing this, I gotta say so. Or if I didn't have a say so, I might be dancing in the realm of fucking over your culture. Right. So this here, nigga, like this hip hop shit is mine. As much as everybody else around the world is like. I like to rap, you know, this is a great entertainment space, it's expression. No nigga, that's my culture. We made that. The right. niggas in the niggas sat in the borough of New York and said, Hey, did you do that shit again with the thing? Make wait, hit the scratchy shit scratch the shit and I'ma rap the shit. That's ours. That's our that the niggas right. literally made that shit. So from the image and, and everything that came with it. Now, within that, now here's why I disagree with the whole millions of people deciding on one thing. We're the only culture that hasn't done that. Every other culture, quote unquote, race, whatever, even for sexual identities within their community, they come together and define that this is what it is. And this is where we're going to hold everybody accountable to if you want to come into this space or speak with this space, so on and so forth. We're going to stay steadfast and making sure we hold you accountable. We are the only people that have <laughs> not done that. We can't do that with ourselves. We can't do that with other people. And that tends to be an issue. Like we don't, like you're saying, we don't hold people accountable, but that comes from us not having certain conversations and us not valuing it to a degree other than for material purposes. So shout out to Jose in the comments. Ho Jose was talking about FUBU and cross colors. Like in the past, Back. we would wear polo over FUBU and Nautica over cross colors. Like FUBU and cross colors, we created that, but we still valued something somebody else created over our own thing and that tends to be the problem like if you're going to hold people accountable to something and you're going to value it and you're going to come together as millions of people to be able to show interest in it and to grow it and to hold people to a standard of respecting it that means you have to value it also not just for material gain but because that's who you are second part of that is if we're going to I be, we're going to be the representation of said community in whatever facet so when it comes to say hip-hop culture because that's what we were talking about we have to be the best representatives of that. 
Not just I'm going to represent this to make money off of it. Not I'm going to create this fake persona because I'm going to make some bread off of it. Not because I'm going to get into this, but I'm going to be a shitty individual while I'm inside of this. Like, no, if you're going to represent for the culture, represent in a positive way that is going to make everybody understand that we need to be respected. And this is something that is positive for us. Don't be a six nine or don't be a, you know, well, I guess for us, you don't allow a six nine. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, him him not being a I'm trying to think of who can be a shitty representation of our culture without not that I care about offending them, but I want to be fair cuz I was uh, going to say YG, but YG's had his decent moments where he's been okay. Hey man, that man gave me fucked down on front, man. So Right. Yeah, so I I, I can't say completely. He's had, he he's been hit or miss sometimes. Sometimes he's cool, sometimes he's not, but there are there are some say a uh, uh, soldier boy. I respect Soldier for what he's contributed bow, to the game, right? But he's had a lot of moments where he has misrepresented the culture in a lot of negative ways <laughs> that has not helped us progress forward, as opposed to say a a most deaf or a Talib Kweli. Like certain people represent the culture in a positive way that help everybody respect us, and certain people represent the culture that make everybody deem us as thugs. So I think that will come to like. Because you mentioned, when you mentioned like a Talib or like a Talib, Black Thought, Killer Mike, David Banner, right? whatever. Um, there's a, and this is not even about rapidity rap, hippity hip hop, but just. Yeah, not, it ain't got to be about just the lyrical Because Sidebar, uh, randomly, which I am kind of tying to your point weeks ago when you talked about Lil Baby, like it's important for people in, you know, let's say newer artists or artists that might make a a brand of hip-hop that you might not associate with the conscious shit or whatever. How he made that song. There's been videos that have been popping up in my feed of, like, NLE Chopper doing shit like meditating and walking right. outside and, like, grounding. And him like, talking about we need to garden and having, you know, him drawing his own vegetables. I, I saw like, that as well. Is, I was like, this is important. Like, these are the niggas who need to, you know, and I know, like, that comes, and I think that I'm tying in kind of to where I was going with is, I guess, how to go about I think shifting the perception of or the, you know, like the the lens of hip hop or hip hop culture, because there's always this lens of, you know, you got the ones that are like, man, this is what I'm mad about my family. I'm about the money, 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 bag, bag, bag. Even in the sense of Joe Budden talking about the examples he used, let's say about um, Envy saying like, you know, I got to feed my family. You're a good quadrajillionaire. Right. We're getting to the space where there is a Joe where it's like, I have enough money, so to speak. I'm about the betterment of the culture and of my people. And I'm going to still get these jokes off and say this bullshit where hip hop, how to get that where like our culture is in the same vein of, I can't go out and talk to anybody in, and in, in the Mexican community and not, and disrespect Mexican culture regardless. Like right. they take, I don't give a, I don't give a shit if you're a, you know, actually born and raised there and have that experience or you're born and raised here in America. Like every day there's something about, I respect Mexican culture. You're not finna fuck o- fuck over my culture, like from the music down on to other aspects, whether it's any 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 Asian culture, so on and so forth. And in hip hop, making that where, yeah, bro, you can do ass titties and you could talk the bullshit. You can also, even if you don't do it in your music, you can still present. I'd like to do it in your music a little bit, but you can present that the the movement forward of of this unit. Right. You know what I mean, like. We don't necessarily have that. I feel like there there's cracks here and there, and it's maneuvering there. But how to go about making that 
and making that cool because it's always that that always ends up getting turned into like you got to be like rabbity rap black black on black yeah like you don't have to necessarily have that stigma like shout out to big sean like big sean just dropped the body of work yeah. within that body of work it was bangers it was he was rapping his ass off he had shit that i but he was also when you listen he was like the nigga said blood such and such and such energies such and such and such chase your dreams such and such and such black on this that and the third or you know my usual always go to is a nip like how to get i guess a good majority or a good shift in you can still do this and do that right. as well which is part of the issue like we because we don't value our community enough or our culture enough we make people think that they have to fit into a certain persona in order to be something good. Like you don't have to be the most lyrical rapper rapper to be conscious or positive. No, you can be a thug from the streets, quote unquote, or a gangster from a borough or whatever the hell that you come from and still be able to say, no, but I have a brain too. Like, I, I I remember these examples even growing up, like coming across dudes that was deep off in the hood, deep off in gangbang culture. And they looked at me like, oh, man, you going to school? Like, oh, you going to be an athlete? You trying? You, you going to get a scholarship? Like, man, I wish I could do that. I ain't no student. Like, bro, you can. Nobody said that you can't. Just because you a gangster don't mean that you can't be educated. We got dudes in the league right now that full-fledged was gangbangers when they was kids. But I've, I've had to transition with different situations in my life, but I can maneuver within them both. Shout out to Nip. I can be a gangbanger, but still be an entrepreneur. I can still do things for my community. I can still speak of things that are positive or a Big Sean. I can still have lyrics within and content within my words, but also be from the hood, but not be a hood nigga per se. So whose responsibility, I would say, and, you know, I've had like, you know, this always turns into a conversation about like mm, everybody's individual. And like, oh, fuck that. People got responsibilities. To have right. Point. So because I'm even in the keeping in the hip hop space, like, you know, everybody talks about the mumble rappers and and blah, blah, blah. And you think about like some of the old heads and you hear the young ones go like, man, fuck that old nigga. Now, when you hear the old niggas talk about them, I'm like, well, if I'm a young nigga, shit, if I'm a if I'm a grown man now, like. If every time I hear you talk about me, it's negatively. Well, I'm not so used to paying homage to you. Right. At what, like, where in this space is it the responsibility of the old guard to kind of find ways to come back down and go, hey, hey, I see you. Whoa. Now, I'm not, you know, I feel like the old guard comes down to like, y'all fucking up. And if you was like us back in my day, I wouldn't, instead of going, hey, um, younger person, um, I see you moving this way. Now, you know, not to say I got all the answers, but. You know, if we can just put it on paper, doing pretty fucking well out here. You right. know, just uh, doing doing pretty well. I'm just now, if you wanted to link, I'm not gonna really try to tell you what to do, but I would say maybe avoid this. I feel like you know, I know that there's always stories like that, but I'm like, I always wanted to be like, in my mind, I always wanted to be like fucking Avengers. Right. It's like Diddy, Dr. Dre, um, fucking Russell Simmons, link up, everybody fucking get in line, call up all of hip hop. Get UGK and this get fucking Bun B in this motherfucker. And yes, like I, here's where I'll I'll take a different perspective of that from the opposite side. Yes, it is up to the OGs. And shout out to Jose again by saying you start by parenting to teach and learn so they can re you know, they can reteach to the next generations under them. That kind of goes into the aspect of the OGs as well. Like you have to come down and teach. Now, as the younger person for our favorite word that we utilize here on the show, you have to be 
fucking accountable. Because you have to be accountable as to why is this old head approaching me that way? Like, yeah, he can come to me and be like, you fucking idiots. What are you guys doing? You have to be accountable and respectful enough within the situation to say, why is he saying that about me? Not just getting pissed off and getting all in he your feelings. He a motherfucking hater. Right. You, he a hater. Like, thinking, going back to Soldier Boy back in the day. Man, fuck you, old nigga. Your old ass, you still him going off on, on, on Ice-T back in the day. And now, look, he's getting mad because all the young dudes were saying the same. Like, you put yourself in the same position because you didn't learn the lesson then. But you weren't being accountable for the fact that understand the image that you're putting forth and how that affects everybody. And maybe the old heads wouldn't get so mad at you. So, both parties have to be accountable for how they're approaching the situation, but you also have to sit back and understand why is it why am why am I being approached with this situation and how should I react? I don't just look at oh as an old head I need to reach down and help somebody because if you reach down and help somebody and they smacking your hand away I'm not gonna reach my hand down to help you up I'm gonna punch the fuck out of you until you get it oh you don't like the nice way of learning let me be an asshole maybe you'll figure it out that way since everybody communicates well, different. Say, grab you about to scruff of your neck huh? right bring it bring your ass if you don't want to listen to me hey this is not the way that you should do it man fuck you I'm gonna do what I want all right well now look here motherfucker let me tell you come here let me hit let me holler at you real quick. Yeah, this is what you're not going to do. I don't know. I feel like, and I know this is like a very personal way, maybe even a way of like working in our particular field, so on and so forth, like we always say, but never like, um, it always sounds like, I know, you know, and I might be reading too much into when people talk on their fucking interviews, but it always sounds like you give them one shot and it's immediately the door closed. Not to say you kiss anybody's ass, right. not to say that you pander or, you know, cater to anybody's bullshit, but there just has to be more ways. I think if we're looking at this collectively that you have to find ways to, all right, man, this nigga clearly is not a front door nigga. I'm going to leave the side door open. And you know, if you, you know, I'm going to leave the key under the mat. If you want to come in and whatever, cool, you know, and that's not looked at as like you giving this motherfucker reign to be a fucking dickhead. I'm not saying you let nobody trash come into the house and like fuck it up. Right. But if you see, you know, you kind of obligated to like, all right, I'm going to try it this way. I'm going to try it this way. Don't badger anybody. But if it's important, then, yes, you kind of find ways to just – it just seems like everybody throw their hands up hella fucking fast. Granted, I'm not in the rooms with everybody, so you don't know how long they might have been trying to get in this person's ear. But I just feel like collectively there is a bit of – and it's you know it feels like it's taken a bit too personal. Right. You know, get some four agreements in your life. None of this shit is personal. Um, But, yeah, if you are dedicated to doing that and really moving the culture forward – um, and if you know you do the tie-in of always like what this like we're talking about hip hop, but I always tie hip hop culture into black culture because that's exactly what the fuck it is. And you know if you're gonna do that, if you're in the old guard, you're not making music no more. Your whole thing now is to just build and maintain the structure of this thing that you were, especially if you were like old, super old guard hip hop. Then you kind of like okay, well this might be my my mission now is to kind of facilitate spaces to get these niggas on the right whatever. Right, and that helps them understand and learn. You think about the concept of, say, black history. Like, we know civil rights leaders. We know your Malcolms and, you know, your Martins. We know them. Why? Because they were taught to us. We understood how they applied to what we had going on in our life and the foundation that they set for us. Mm -hmm. Speaking within, say, hip-hop culture or even within clothing. Like, hip-hop culture, do a lot of these kids know who KRS-One is and, like, the importance of him or public enemy? No. 
Who's teaching them? Who's helping them understand why you should value this person? Not saying they have to be your favorite person, but are you understanding why these people are important? Do you understand about Curtis Blow and people like that that came long before you that set a foundation? Breaks on the car, breaks right. on the train, breaks to make you dance. Right. Girl. So, right. <laughs> you niggas don't know about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. You did yeah. that very well. Good job, sir. Oh, man, you had to, boy, like, Gremlin circa, like, fucking 09, 010, word to Ray. Read my brother Ray Hope. That nigga was like, when I say hit that shit, and like it came with like see the dance. This was the thing. Like we was ignorant, but he was he was raised to appreciate that. Facts. You know, somebody had to set that precedence when it comes to clothing. Do these kids know or under like? I've used this example before in different conversations, but we had kids now that you're back wearing Tommy Hilfiger. Like we stopped wearing it for a reason. Like you don't even understand the reason as to why we stopped wearing it, and you're trying to bring it back as a cool thing, and you don't even know old you know pele pele or pepe like you don't know these types of different brands that were part of the culture or your fubus or your cross colors that were black owned situations within our you don't know who those are but you're you know you're bringing back white things that we got rid of nobody educated you i would definitely like to end but for this week for this week. week um is to parallel to other cultures is i remember going you know you everybody knows like you remember going to the Saturday schools and um, it was all about culture like for these other other you know you have Jewish school and so on and so forth right. it is our responsibility to teach this to the newer generation and so on you know so that's our tidbit y'all um, edify you yourself learn embrace your culture teach your culture learn your culture in every single aspect that you possibly can teach it to the younger people be willing to listen to them Go out and be unapologetically black as possible. Hope we said something today that helps you think and that helps you feel better and positive about your situations in life. And if nobody else loves you, love your fucking self. Deadass, man. Follow Chad Awesome, King Carter. Follow us on Just a Dope Ass Podcast on every fucking thing, Twitter, Instagram, or the fuck you listen to your podcast. Everything. Thank you, and see y'all next week. Recorded so the matrix, I just loaded the bases, and you know I'ma make it hit. Get into the paper like it's human nature. Get into the paper like it's human nature. Get into the paper like it's human nature.